0: A mighty feast of hot steaming music brought to you in stereo by bostonfreeradio.com Boston Free Radio has no corporate agenda. We're independent media for the people. Your music, your voice, your station.
1: What is good, y'all? The indefinable Sterling Golden is back in the building. This is The Chop Session, powered by 320 Entertainment. We thank y'all once again for locking in for this award-winning series here on Boston Free Radio. 60 minutes of thought-provoking, intimate conversation with the names you need to know now. Family, in case you sleep on an episode of The Chop Session or you happen to lock in late for a premiere here on Boston Free Radio, say less, we got you. You can stream each and every episode of The Chop Session on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other fine digital streaming platforms. So on the line this week here on the CHOP Session, we have for you a true great of Baltimore grime. She's been at it now for over 15 years, and she is currently featured on a dope new collab with Miss Porsche and DJ Little Man titled Sexy Walk 2022. I am talking about Rai Rye, Rye, and she is on the line this week from Baltimore here on the CHOP Session. Rye Rye, What's good? Happy Monday evening.
2: What's up, Sterling? I'm so glad to be here. I'm glad to be chatting with you today.
1: Hey, it's our honor to have you on this evening, Rai Rai. It's going to be a dope conversation. We have a lot to discuss this hour. This is an interview, as I said, on social media last week. I've been wanting to do for a long, long minute now. So let's get right into this conversation. We'll start off in the present moment, Rai Rai. Your latest is a okay. dope, it's a dope update of this 2012 classic, Sexy Walk. And you're on this track with the original artists, in fact, uh, DJ Little Man and the fabulous Miss Porsche. The track, by the way, uh, is currently featured on the Sterling Collection playlist over on Spotify. If you're not following it, please do. So, Rai Rai, tell us how this collab came together. Whose idea was it? Who contacted who and so forth?
2: Okay, so. This collab was it's actually funny how it came about. So, of course you they got the classic from 2012. So, um someone had sent me a beat and I went in the studio and I recorded to the track, but to me the track sounded like a sexy kind of vibe. So, the first thing that came to mind was he like my sexy walk. That's the first thing that came to mind. So, I recorded that track like not even thinking about the sexy walk track that came out years ago like that was ne- it wasn't in my mind nothing so i recorded this track and i was like okay cool i like it the vibe is perfect so <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> i posted i posted a snippet of me um you know just in a house just dancing to the um track so the track i had recorded to a guy um the guy Dizzy DJ Dizzy from Baltimore he had um told me oh send me some vocals so um you know, so I could make something out of it. So I thought he was going to initially chop my vocals up and create something new. But he took the whole vocals and just put a beat behind it. Like he just made a whole track out of that. And I was like, oh, gosh, I thought she was going to track. Um, I thought she was going to chop those up. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I guess we could just keep it. This is an introduction to us working together. So we was like, fine, we'll just keep it in the um cut. And it's just something we'll have. We're not going to put it out, anything like that. So I had posted a snippet of me dancing to it. Like it wasn't out. I wasn't p- planning on putting it out. So um, that version I posted. And then it was funny because DJ Luan came into my inbox.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> DJ Luan Man came into my inbox and was like, oh, hey, you know, I'm hearing this track. Like, but, you know, nobody reached out to me. And I was just like, huh? Reach out to you, you know, on some like reach out to you for what? This track is not out. Is not being released. Um, you know, so then it was just like a conversation where he was just like, well, we can bring it to life. Um, I think it could be done if you link up with Miss um, Porsche and, you know, I just do some production to it and we just recreate everything. I think we could bring it to life. But it was funny because I had already hit up Miss Porsche earlier that day and um, asked her about collaborating. So it was like it just panned out perfect. So from that conversation, me and DJ Lurman had it was like we all created just the group chat and we put all of us in it and we was like you know what let's just do this baltimore and jersey collaboration thing and actually bring the track to life but as i stated before when i made the song it, i never thought about the track that they had years ago like i never um like it wasn't on my mind and when but afterwards i said you know what the sexy walk is a jersey dance I went on YouTube and I pulled it up and I was like, okay, I revisited the one they did in 2012. And I was like, okay, it might be cool if we could get somebody from Jersey on here, being as though, um, Jersey, put a name to that dance. So everything kind of worked out perfect. And what we kind of say is what we kind of say is DJ little man said, you know, it was a good thing. I heard that snippet (laughs) because we was able to, you know, just bring something to life off of it.
1: So, DJ Little Man probably thought somebody was bootlegging his track or whatever and was like, hey. Yeah, uh, it, was that. <laughs> <you know?
2: laughs>
1: it was that type
2: of thing. It was that type of thing because he was just like, you know, they created the Sexy Wall track when he heard it. It was like, oh, you know, what's going on? And then I'm just like, um, you know, this, this is not like this track isn't out. Like it's not being released. You know, I'm like, I didn't sample anything from y'all tracks. You know, somebody sent me a beat. That's the vibe I got you know, sexy walk can go different ways. It could be a dance. It could be a guy just liking my sexy walk. Right. Anything. You know what I'm saying? So that's I how I was telling him, you know, like it wasn't to be on. It wasn't supposed to be like a bounce off from their track.
1: Well, I'll tell you so, what, y'all. It's fire. Okay. I will say you. that it's fire. And
2: I'm looking for, I am just can't wait to be do a video for it because I know it's going to be so dope.
1: It will be dope. That is big facts right there, y'all. If you haven't heard, Sexy Walk 2022, it is a fabulous update of the 2012 classic done by Miss Porsche and DJ Little Man, only this one has some of that rye rye vibe on the track. So if you haven't already ran it up on DSPs, you know, be sure to do it. And then,
2: of course, DJ Dizzy brought the Baltimore flavor, too. You can't leave Dizzy out. (laughs)
1: Oh, for real. Baltimore, Jersey, all coming together. On this track. Yes, Sexy Walk 2022. If you have Spotify, it's featured right now on the Sterling Collection playlist, or just run it up by itself. It's just as fabulous on its own, for real. Sexy Walk 2022 is the track. We'll hear that in a few minutes here on the chop session. But before we hear Sexy Walk 2022, Rai Rai, I want to talk you up right now about some of the history of Rai Rai. So you've been in the industry since the age of 16 which is over a decade and a half now. So before we get into some of that backstory, tell us, what are some of the lessons you've learned along the way that have helped Rai Rai come into her own?
2: Um, I learned that um you have to uh, stay true to who you are no matter what, and also not get drowned into the, um you know, this Hollywood life, I feel like. Um, I feel like honestly since I've been in the industry like I've always stayed true to myself and then another thing I've learned like um to you have to be consistent you know what I'm saying and um you can't you can't fold like this is a this is a hard um I'm, I'm not going to say hard but it's a big responsibility and it's a lot of pressure um when you're dealing within the industry and the people that's involved and Things like that. And I feel like you got to be able to have enough strength to um keep moving and to hold your own and not try, not kind of fall into all the BS that goes on within the industry.
1: It is true. That's Cons- my
2: biggest thing right there.
1: It is true. Right. Right. Consistency is key, y'all. Cannot stress that yeah. enough. A and lot of folks. You're right. Please. Right. Right. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Yeah. So I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm learning that myself because like I said, I got, I let a lot of things, um, kind of pull me away from, um, like my, my craft and my passion and stuff like that. And just like me feeling like I'm too real for all of the stuff that goes on. And I kind of was like, you know what? I need to pull back. I need a break. But I feel like that break was selfish of me because I was supposed to stay consistent and also keep delivering to the people that love me and, um, and not kind of get mixed all up in everything else that's going on. Like, I feel like my dedication was supposed to be to my fans and the people who was loving me and I shouldn't have let, you know, just like certain things pull me away from that. Like I should have been consistent. So this is a, a big lesson for myself.
1: Exactly. You know, again, y'all, I can't stress it enough. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Most folks sometimes miss this. The big key to success over everything else is consistency, consistent hard work. And Rai Rai is a personification of what consistency can do when you dedicate yourself to your craft. You know, this is big facts right here, y'all. Okay. So, Rai Rai, we got to hear about this. Okay. I would love to hear more about that time. You left a verse. Via voicemail for Blackstar.
2: Okay. Um so around that time Blackstar was um like a popping producer in Baltimore. Like he was one of the you know, he was the main producer at the time that was putting out all of the dope music and content like that you was hearing in the clubs, on the radio, et cetera. So um it was just one of those situations where my sister was um friends with Blackstar. She had his number and they used to communicate on the phone and then one time, um, I was like, you know, he was like, let me hear your sister rap. I don't know why he asked that. I don't know if he just liked the tone of my voice or whatever. So it was crazy because that inspired me to go and write um, a, a rap. And, like, before then, I used to write poetry, you know, growing up. So once Blackstar said, you know, he wanted to hear me rap, I had went and, like, wrote a song in the bathroom. I was like, you know what? I got to write this song. <laughs> so I had wrote like a little quick, I wrote a little quick rap. And um, I called his voicemail, and he didn't answer, so I rapped it on his voicemail. So when I rapped it, it was like he had—when he talked to my sister again, he was like, yo, you know, that's dope. Like, I want to get her in the studio. So after that, we started linking up. But at the time, I was still 15 years old. I was still, you know, in school and stuff. So— I started recording a lot. It was like I would, you know, get home from school, link up with Black Star, going to the studio. I I was in the studio sometimes like all night to the point. I, sometimes I had to go to school from there. So it was just one right. of those things where I was like, oh, I gotta take this serious. Even though I really didn't know what I was doing, I just was like, I I I just like it. Like I I wanna just record all day, all night. Like I wanna just I just I just got into that mode where it said, I just wanna rap. I just wanna rap and that's how that happened
1: well i'll tell you what y'all that voicemail led to an ongoing journey with rye rye that's been going now for over 15 years since age 16 as said earlier on so big love to black star for helping make rye rye a thing in our industry and to this day you're out here doing dope shit you know, so all credit in the mm-hmm. world to you and to Black Star for those early collaborations. More on that history in a minute, y'all, here on the Chop Session, because we have so much more to discuss with Rai Rai. We're only just beginning right now. But for y'all who have not heard it yet, here this evening is some Sexy Walk 2022. This track is a whole fire vibe, y'all. Rai Rai, Miss Porsche, DJ Lil Man, DJ Dizzy, Baltimore meets Jersey. This thing is fire. Check it out. Sexy Walk 2022 here on the Chop Session. I am the indefinable Sterling Golden, and this is BostonFreeRadio.com. We are back at y'all in a few.
2: L.I.L. M.A.N.T. DJ I be giving them big when I throw it back. Be like, girl, don't up Just keep doing that, and I got that splash Make it feel wanna throw them racks I be causing a real rap Have a feeling like he going up crack And he love my sexy walk He be on stuff when I give him that gawk He love my sexy talk Make him drop dead when he feel that spark One taste, I'm a princess It's that girl you wanna make it last Hey, Mr. DJ, play my song and I'ma shake it fast Do that sexy walk Do that sexy walk The, the mood is dead. I I'm making that picking up that up real life making up bitch you know taking up toes in, making up my got to making that up that up real life biggin' up ish know taking up toes in.
1: Sexy Walk 2022, Rye Rye, Miss Porsche, DJ Lil' Man, DJ Dizzy, Baltimore meets Jersey, and you heard the results right there, y'all. This is the Chop Session. I am the indefinable Sterling Golden. This is Boston Free Radio. We are talking with Rye Rye this evening. And by the way, y'all, in case you sleep on an episode of The Chop Session or you happen to lock in late for a premiere on Boston Free Radio, say less, we got you. You can stream each and every episode of The Chop Session on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other fine DSPs. So, rai we just talked a minute ago about you and Blackstar making that early connection, and as I brought out earlier on, Star would in turn make other connections for you, in particular, a major key connection he'd make between you and an individual. We talk about an awful lot on this show, to be quite frank, the great M.I.A. So let's hear about that initial connect with Maya and working with her through the drop of your debut album, Go Pop Bang. Let's talk Rai Rai meets M.I.A.
2: Okay, so... That stemmed from the studio sessions I was telling you about. So one day I was just hanging about, um, and I got a phone call from Blackstar. It was like, Hey, where you at? Um, somebody at the studio want to meet you. And I was like, okay, cool. I didn't ask like, who is it? None of that. I just was like, all right, perfect. I'm about to come pick you up. Cool. They come pick me up. I went to the studio. It was MIA and Diplo together. So, um, at that time, I honestly didn't know who either of them was. So, um, I was just like, okay, cool. When I met her, um, I just thought she was interesting and I heard some of her music and I was like, cool. It kind of reminds me of like Baltimore club. Like she got that party sound mixed into her music. So instantly I was drawn to her. So, um, after we met that day, um, i started doing my research i had researched her and diplo and i was like oh like she's pretty cool she's pretty dope so after that um we got in the studio and we would just make little things um little songs here and there like you know we wasn't working on a specific project we'll just record um like just vocals over black star tracks and stuff like that so then i had went on to um recording for diplo sometimes like sometimes i would go to philly and um, just record with Diplo. And then Maya, it was like, I met her that one time. And then after that, I didn't see her for a while because, you know, she was just gone on tour or back overseas. So um, it was more so I was like just around Diplo a lot around that time and working with Diplo back and forth and stuff like that. So then um, Maya had wanted to sign me. And then it was funny because Diplo wanted to sign me too.
1: <laughs> oh, no. So...
2: Yeah, it was one of those things. Like, they both wanted to sign me. And then, you know, Diplo ended up putting Shake It to the Ground out on Mad Decent. So that came out on Diplo's label. Um, and then from there, it was just like, okay, I met with MIA. I had um, signed with her, but she created um, Neat's record label so that she could sign me and Black Star and, you know, like African Boy and stuff like that. So, um, I uh, sat with her, we signed that deal and we just started working from then on. Like we just always was recording and then tour came. So then she brought me, she wanted me to go on tour as her support act. But at the time I was what 16 years old. Right. I was still in high school. Yeah. And um, I was just like, Oh my gosh, I was freaking out because I was like, how I'm going to do this. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm like I got school <laughs> and it was just like I was just like oh my gosh what do I do what do I do so then Black Star Brother he was kind of like managing both of us at the same time and just that whole Star Productions label and um he was telling me like you know school gonna always be there but I I'm a, one of them people like I love school so much I was like oh I can't miss school but I ended up working it out with um my teachers so I actually went to my teachers and the principal and I you know explained the situation and it was crazy because they was like go
1: <laughs> oh my god so love it
2: yeah they ended up letting me go and it was crazy though because I had to take all my work on the road with me but MIA my brother he was like the person that was always on me oh did you do your homework today like while you on the tour bus did you do your homework oh stop what you're doing do your homework <laughs> so it was it became one of them things so Like after she signed me, I went on a worldwide tour with her. And then, you know, we started um, doing like videos and stuff for like my first single and stuff like that.
1: Actually, Rai Rai, one thing I would love for you to share with our listening audience is a story you recently shared on social media about the time you performed at Coachella during your time working with MIA. Because there's some really dope details to this story. And I would love for our audience on the CHOP session this evening to hear more about this.
2: Okay, so I had, um, so yeah, I got pregnant. Nobody knew because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to tell, you know, anybody. My mother just knew. And then like my manager knew. And I was like, oh my gosh, my lawyer knew. So Maya had called me to do Coachella. And I was just like, whoa, how am I going to do this? You know, because I, I was so insecure because I'm like, I don't know if you can see my belly. I don't know what. I'm going to have to wear. And it was like one of those things. My lawyer went with me, and she was just kind of my little gatekeeper. Like, oh, like she'll look at me and be like, oh, the outfit looks good. Your stomach is. So (laughs) I was like, every time, like it was crazy because, like, so I was like, I I can't miss Coachella. You know what I'm saying? Coachella is so big. I was like, oh my goodness, it's no way that I can miss the show. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I got to go. So, um, I just went, and it was crazy because we rehearsed a lot of times, and nobody still never knew I was pregnant. I was always just like hiding out and stuff like that. So when it was time to do the show, um, like like as you saying on my post, it was like Maya was trying to decide what she wanted us to wear. So I was just like, you know, I need. I'm I'm saying to myself, I need to wear the outfit that's going to be covering me up. I don't need no two piece, none of that. So yeah, um, it was. I was like, I want this this one piece. And then Maya was like, no, I want Rara in the two piece. So <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I was like, this is not right. So i was just sitting there like, oh my gosh. So every time like I'm talking to Maya, I'm just in my head. Like I wonder if she know. So um, after we did the show, I think that same, around that same time we was in California, it was time for me to have that discussion with her. Like, you know, it was time for me to say, that look hey this is this is the deal so you know i met with her and then it was just crazy because it was this birthday book that maya gave me a long time so basically you um you read your birthday month and it tells you a lot of stuff about your life and believe it or not some of the stuff is so hands on it's just it's crazy like it's just so crazy it tells you a lot so on my birthday it said that i was going to have a um like a, a mentor or a person that I look up to and we was going to separate through death, um, divorce or rebellion. <laughs> so wow. it was like, it was just crazy. So it was at, like, once I told Maya, like she instantly, she just, she laughed, like she couldn't believe it. And she was like, She went back to that book and she was like, she's like, I always was wondering, like, she's like, I'm that person that they talk about in the book. She was like, but I always told myself we can't separate the divorce because we're not married. She was like, we, you know, neither one of us died. She was like, so it was like, she was like, that's what it was. Like you was going to rebel against me, like basically saying like the pregnancy. (laughs) Oh
1: my God, that conversation to be a fly on the wall for that conversation.
2: Yeah, I was just like, oh, my goodness. And then it was funny because Maya was pregnant at the time, too. Right. So I probably was like, you know, she was way more um, far gone than me because I was like in the early stages. Actually, I was about four months when I did Coachella, but I was still so small. So it was like um, she just was like, you know, she was in shock, but she was laughing because she was like, I knew she was like, this was the way that if that book was saying that you something was going to happen, this was it. So it was just one of those conversations where um i feel like she was a little bit disappointed because she always told me like i want you to be the one that you know go to school and um she was just saying like she wanted me to be at a place where you know like my little sisters was my kids and right. i could um set set the tone for them i like my my daughter's when i was i was pregnant with my daughter at the time and her father also got shot so like I was six months pregnant, and her father got shot while I was like um, overseas doing a show. Like, soon as I flew overseas, it was like the same day I got a phone call saying that my the, ch- the child's father got shot, and he might not make it out of surgery. Oh, so, wow. it was like at that point, you know, I was just like, you know, I'm a I'm going to stay here and try to do, I had to do, do like three shows. I was going to be there for a few days. I said, I'll at least get through the show tomorrow and then I'll fly back home. So I feel like I was, um at that point I was really like stressed and I was just under a lot of pressure. Wow. So it was just like, it was just a lot because I feel like a lo- they wasn't respecting my privacy. The label, everybody was just, and I was just like, look, I'm not talking to y'all. Right now, like I'm going through a lot of stuff and I feel like I need y'all to just respect my space and just leave me alone. And that's just what it is. So So,
1: pretty amazing that you dealt with so much, Rai Rai, and went through so much of this turmoil and came up to shine again. You know, Rai Rai, that's actually a really dope segue into our next question here on the show. You see, one thing, that still rears its head to this day in spite of progress made is the issue of misogyny in hip hop and rap music. I want to get your thoughts on this topic.
2: Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a crazy topic, but um, I do feel like woman has got it hard when it comes down to that type of stuff, because men can do, and say whatever they want, you know, with rap music and stuff like that. And then I feel like women is held to a certain, um, they try to hold women to a certain expectation To be like, oh, you know, you can't say this and that, or you can't do this and that. But it's like the men in hip hop do whatever they want. And it's kind of tough because you get judged. You know what I'm saying? Like either way, you're going to get judged for it, or people look at women in a certain light if you say certain things. Like you say, uh, they look at them in a negative way. But it's like, like I said, the men can do it. But like, and then also, a lot of women in hip hop and music in general, they just do whatever sells. <laughs> to be honest, like they just do whatever sells. So I feel like women just got it hard because they get held to a certain, um, a, a certain standard, and it's just like. At the end of the day, we all can do and say what we want. At the end of the day, is whatever sells. That's how I go.
1: Now, what uh, what um, advice would you offer to the next generation of female rappers who are working to carve out a space for themselves (laughs) in the game?
2: Um, I like with me, I always told um, women to stay true to you, to who you are. Like the next generation, another thing I felt like. Another thing I always said early on in my career that they the, the industry kind of leaves you no choice to feel like you have to um, be this over sexually exploited person. I feel like that's why a lot of women do it, too, because the the um, image that's painted within hip hop and stuff is like that's the only way to succeed. Like, so that makes a lot of, um, you know, people conform to what they think will make them sell or what they think people want to see and that's just the image that's painted so early on my career I always said you know my goal was to be this woman that that just stay true to myself like I don't feel like I got to show my body and stuff to be successful and and it's hard it really is hard when you see like um other women conforming to to that image but it's like I feel like you always got to stay true to yourself no matter what that's just Number one, like you have to stay true to who you are and just believe that um, things will still go the same way. And even if it don't, I feel better with that inner peace, just knowing that I didn't conform to what society um, thinks that it should be. And I just stay true to who I am. And it's hard out here for a lot of people because we have a lot of followers in this world. So it might not work for everybody. But with me, I just, like I said, stay true to yourself and just stand your ground and whatever's meant is just going to be. That's how. That's the, the advice I can offer to the next generation. Like don't conform to what um, they paint this image to be like, just be yourself.
1: And that's really the best way. You know, I know it sounds to some people who are sold on the idea of having to do the most for the cloud. Yeah, and for The likes and things like that. I feel like, like you
2: just be, when you yeah. be yourself, it's just authentic. It's the truth. It's, it's authentic. Like it, with me, like I say, I've never been um this this artist that like I said that would show my body and stuff like that. And um I just feel like I I feel more appreciated because I still feel like I'm authentic and people can see that. Like is, just you know what I'm saying?
1: It is true. You know, authenticity is major key and it's prevalent within the work and within the message of Rai Rai. Now, before we go into yes. our next conversation arc here on the Chop Session, we're going to have for you right now something really dope and exclusive for y'all. The first of two unreleased pieces of music from Rai Rye Rai's Personal Archives. And this first one is a little bit of that U.K. garage vibe going on. It's called Dance All Night. And I want to get some words from Rai Rai about this music we're about to hear on the Chop Session.
2: Okay. Um, so, um, you know, um, Herve, that's a producer in the U.K., he um sent me that track um to record to and I just thought it was um Hervey actually if you ever heard my hardcore girls track on Go Pop Bang,
0: yeah,
2: um The Count and Sending, like they produced that track, so The Count is also Herve. <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> so okay. you know, we just yeah, we always kept the relationship like throughout the years. So it's like he'll send me stuff and he sent me that track and I, I always love like the UK sound and just like you know, just that techno house music stuff like that so when he sent that I thought it was an interesting track and um you know I just had recorded to it and then we ended up just um just chopping my vocals up and made it a dance all night track (laughs) but um I personally love it because I feel like it gives off that um that house vibe but also just like that like I brought the Baltimore flavor to it, and it also puts me in a feel good mood because, as you know, like I'm big on dancing, so it's That's like true. that track seems like like an anthem to me. Like I I love it, and hey. like I said, it's a, it's a line in there where I said like a rodeo girl from Texas. Like every time I just hear that, I, it just make me think of like this. Like I said, like I got a, like a cowgirl hat, cowgirl. Girl boots and stuff like that. (laughs) So I, I honestly love it. Like I love it because I feel like it's me tapping into that underground scene, and I haven't done a track like that in so long. So I think it would be like a good, um, good crossover track. Like far as the house and you know, um, techno vibes and stuff like that.
1: Definitely, y'all. And here it is, first time listen here on the Chop Session, exclusively for our broadcast. Dance all night. This is Rai Rai. We're back in a few. I am the indefinable Sterling Golden, and this is BostonFreeRadio.com on The Chop Session. We're back in a few.
2: Call a to the dance yep, yep, yep. Call the to the dance bro. Yep, yep. See you like it, bro. That fresh shit, that best shit. Like a rodeo girl from Texas. Ride so smooth like a Lexus. does anybody wanna really come step to this? All the dope boys gon' flex to this. All the club heads gon' mess with this. And all the hipsters gon' have sex to this. I need that, let me squeeze that. It's really sad to me, so where the cheese at? I be that, blow trees that. Bring a dope boy through his kneecap. Believe that, uh, y'all already know, uh-huh. Y'all really want me to put on the show, uh-huh. I said y'all already see the glow, uh-huh. I'm going to
0: all night to all 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 all
2: This <laughs> Happening. Nowadays, they be capping it. I love when they say I be lacking it. Had to pop, make noise like an activist. Been helped to scene like an advocate. Try to take my style, I ain't having it. Like a solo, I'm crashing it. Autistic bitch, so passionate. Uh, where they at, where they at? Call a posse. Hot nigga, hot nigga, call him poppy. Uh, and they still can't stop me. Every time I'm in the club, everybody watch me. Uh, so cheap, sassy. Gonna watch my moves cause I'm flashy. Uh, like the bass, I will knock you. I'ma dance all night. No, let me rock, I'm a oh all night long,
0: let me oh through.
1: you all just checked out some really dope, unreleased Rye Rye music right there. Dance all night Some UK garage vibes right there. Here on The Chop Session, I am the indefinable Sterling Golden. This is bostonfreeradio.com. We are with Rai Rai on the line this evening. And by the way, y'all, next week here on The Chop Session, we have one of the dopest rappers in Boston hip-hop, a true legend of our scene, Rex, will be here in studio next week catching up with us on The Chop Session monday 6 p.m u.s eastern time here on boston free radio now family in case you sleep on an episode of the chop session or you happen to lock in late for a premiere here on boston free radio say less we got you you can stream each and every episode of the chop session on spotify apple podcasts google podcasts and other fine dsps so rai rai something else i want to discuss with you regarding your career and that is your involvement In the motion picture, 21 Jump Street, the film adaptation of the classic network series, you make an appearance on screen in 21 Jump Street, and you're even on the film's soundtrack. So please, by all means, talk us up about your experience with 21 Jump Street.
2: Okay, so with the movie, I got a call one day um, of them from the label, and then my management saying that they wanted me to audition 21 Jump Street and I was just like, no way. Cause like I said, I'm I wasn't an actor, you know, I just used to rap, make music. So I was just like, wait, you know, I was a little nervous because I'm like, this is not my field. Um, but I said, okay, cool, I'll do it. So when I went to um audition, it was it wasn't even really an audition. I just had to meet with Jonah. I met with Jonah Hill and then like, you know, Phil Lord, the directors and all of those people. And it was just a brief exchange. It was like, okay, basically me and Jonah Hill was going back and forth (laughs) and it was just like Mm -hmm. some natural, just vibe type stuff. It wasn't us reading those scripts. We put the scripts down and we just did like a interaction between us two. And instantly they was like, oh yeah, we want her for the part, but the story behind that is one of the directors was a fan of my music and they was just looking for this sassy, you know, um, girl to play this role. And he, he wanted me because he just was a fan of my music. So I thought that was really cool because it was like, I didn't have to audition or anything really. It was like he had his mindset, like Ry is perfect for this role. And that's just off of being a fan of my music. So I thought that was pretty dope.
1: It definitely was, you know, seeing you in the film and, Hearing your music and the soundtrack to the film, you know, it really was a pretty dope thing. If you're familiar with Rai Rai, seeing her pop up in this film, you're like, it's that DiCaprio meme where he's pointing at the screen like, hey, I know that person. Hey, I know what that shit is. In this case, it's me pointing at the movie screen going, hey, that's Rai Rai. You know, that's that's (laughs) pretty dope, you know, so to see you in that film. So... In the years, yeah, and then you
2: know with the second one, the second one it was more interesting because they wanted to um bring me back for 22 Jump Street and at that time <laughs> I was pregnant and I was at the time that they needed me, I was basically supposed to go into labor around that time. So I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this one because I might be in a hospital. So, um I was just like going crazy. Like, I cannot miss this movie, this part two. They want me back. Oh, my goodness. This is uh." I was just panicking. So um, I just told them, like, you know, around that time I'm supposed to have my baby. Then I was like, you know, um, it was just so coincidental that my baby came a few days before they needed me. Like I I delivered the baby a few days before they needed me. And it was like I spent the three days in the hospital that they tell you to stay in there to recover. Those three days I was there, and I then like soon as I came home, I instantly had to fly to New Orleans to do part two.
1: (laughs) Right, (laughs) oh man.
2: But they 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 rewrote the script to me being pregnant in the movie. So when I got there, they had like a belly, a fake belly for me and stuff because they thought I was going to be pregnant. But it was so funny when I got there, they was like, "Oh, you you had the baby? Oh, cool. We don't need the belly no more." And they was like, we rewrote the script just to have you pregnant in the movie. And I was like, that's so cool. Like, <laughs> I love they, it. They wanted me there that bad that they was like, okay, we'll rewrite it to make her pregnant in the movie. So I thought that was just so cool, like, um, to do that part, too, as well.
1: Certainly was. You know, if y'all never seen those films, go out of your way to stream 21 Jump Street and then, of course, 22 Jump Street, Rye Rye. Yes. Doing her thing on screen. It is worth the watch, y'all. So in the years since your debut, Rai Rai, you've done a lot of dope features with artists like Robin, Crookers, Far East Movement, Teenage Bad Girl. And then last year, Rai Rai comes at us with a new drop, Absolute Fire, once again. This one's called Move to the Beat. So before we give this one a spin in a few minutes here on the show, I want to hear more about Move to the Beat.
2: Okay, so move to the beat. Um y'all might have heard that song was um going viral like all over like every time it was little kids dancing they was um dancing to my vocals to move to the beat vocals but what happened was um DJ Joker um from Jersey he created like a he created that track 12 years ago and what he did was um you know he just took some some vocals from Bang and he just made that remix. But we didn't know 12 years later that it would take off the way it did. So um, that track just started going viral. Like that remix that he did started going viral. Like every kid was dancing to it. Like the ma- it was like real heavy in the majorette scenes. So um, it was one of those things. It was like, okay, we might as well make an official version. You know, like we got this version that's out. Let's just do it officially and just make it into a song. So that's how that came about. Um, you know, me and Joker got in contact and I was just like, Oh, this is crazy, like so many people dancing to it. And I was like, We you know, I might want to lay vocals to it. And He was like, Cool, that'd be that's what's up, like definitely. So I just went in and I had started um recording to that. And I feel like that was the start of me coming back into that light. Because like I said, for a minute I was just chilling and I was like, you know. I was just enjoying just sitting back. And I was like, that track basically helped me to come back into who I was. Like, just bring that side back out of me. I was excited about it. Like, when I recorded it, I felt like all the feelings I felt back then when I was like doing music and loving it. So it was like all of that came back to me just off of recreating that track and just putting it out officially.
1: It's Vintage Rai Rai for real, y'all. Move to the beat. We'll hear that in a few minutes here on the shop session, you can hear for yourselves why this track went viral, why it's fire, you know, why I say that. And you can hear it for yourselves in a moment. But first, uh, what's Rai Rai listening to these days?
2: Mm. Rai Rai, I always say this. So, of course, I'm the up-tempo this little energetic queen. That's how that's who I am. That's I'm true. Energetic person. Like, but nobody knows that me personally, I I'm really a um like a a soft person. Like I'm one of them people that will sit and listen to R and B music all day. Like all day. That's how that's how that's who I am. Like I honestly listen to like um a lot of R and B music like old school R and B stuff. But um I like to go back to classics for real. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the type like I'm listening to like Missy Elliott classics, all the people that inspired me back in the day, like Sierra classics. Like I'm, I'm that type of person. Or like I said, I'm playing R and B music, um, from back in the day, stuff like that. But um, I do listen to, you know, as far as like up tempo stuff. I listen to a lot of like um, uh, I've been into a lot of like the newer club tracks that's been coming out. I've been listening to a lot of that, um, of course, just to get that vibe back and just to stay yeah. in that element. But majority of the time, I'm I'm one of them people. Like I said, I'm I'm an R&B chick, honestly. Like outside of my <laughs> my up tempo stuff, like I'm I'm one of them people. I gotta I gotta balance it out. Like I put out up tempo music and dance music, but to mellow me out, I gotta also sit back and listen to like more calm music and R&B music to soothe me.
1: I feel that, you know, I can dig some old school R&B, some of the new R&B out there right now as well. We just had yeah. we just had an artist by the name of Shia on our show last week who's doing some really cool modern R&B sounds. There's Shanna oh, doing dope. some amazing R&B sounds as well of the modern type. Some really cool names out there now, you know, Lucky Day doing his thing with the R&B vibe. You know we can go on 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 and on. LMA is another one. I've been
2: playing um Scissor song though nonstop. The I hate you track. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm just yes. See when I get on it when I get on a certain track, I play it nonstop, and it's funny because everybody that has ever been around me will be like, oh my goodness, you will play a song out. And I was telling my best friend the other day, we was laughing because I said right now that song for me is Scissor. I hate you. And he was like, oh my goodness, I can almost bet you is playing that nonstop. I said yes, ridiculously.
1: Excellent, excellent. I'll tell you what, y'all. You know, Again, there's a lot of cool new music out there right now to check out. For those who say, oh, there's no good music out anymore, you're just not looking hard enough. Okay, there's some really dope music out there right now. You can check out some of my picks of the best of new music with the Sterling Collection playlist on Spotify. I had to get that plug in there. That's just what I do. But also, before we wrap it up, in a few minutes you're on the show and here move to the beat and tell you more about next week's show. What's on the vision board for the future for Rye Rye? 2022, 23 moves, 24 moves. What's on the vision board?
2: So what I envision, I envision me just taking over the world with this music. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, nah, um, But I'm going to honestly say I feel rebirthed. I feel alive again. Um. I always, like, I always just took a break because I felt like I love my peace. I was like, I, you know, I got inner peace. Um, as I t- stated earlier in the interview, I was saying, like, sometimes I feel like I'm too real for a lot of the stuff that goes on, some of the people. So I'd be like, you know, it kind of discourages me. And just like, like I said, early on in my career, I was 15, 16 when I started doing this. I went through a lot for, like, my, my personal issues, my family everything like that. So I honestly took a step back. So I feel like now I feel rebirthed. I feel alive again. I just been excited about music. I'm back to feeling like I love doing this. Um, I'm just, I'm just like, I just be feeling so empowered now. Like I feel so empowered now. And I feel like I got a lot to um showcase. And I feel like early on, Um, me being with the label I had um a little control like I had a lot of control but I feel like this time around I learned so much when I was young I know how to move now as I'm older and I know that I want to put out all the music that I feel is good um for me to put out I want to just um jump back into everything like I want to release a project and from that project I want to go on tour I already started you know just um trying to create my own shows versus me just touring with other people. Like I have a um, show that I'm putting together in Baltimore. And then from there, it's going to be like other stops as well, like California, just everywhere. Anywhere I could go, I feel like um, I'm just going to start creating my own shows versus being on a bill with other people and just being a support act for other people. So I'm just, I'm just in that mode. Like I'm, I'm at that point where I feel like I need to give the world, all of me, like things I couldn't do back then, whereas I was still learning. Um, like even jumping back into movies cause I always been afraid even when I did those movie, um, those movies I always been afraid like I felt like I was scared I was like you know what I'm not an actor I'm, I'm nervous I ran from all of that stuff because I just was like I was just too scared but I feel like now that I want to go for all of that again and I have all the confidence I need and I also know how to move with everything now I, I, I apply what I learned growing up and i feel like i it's just it's good it's go time for me like i know my potential and i'm just ready to do everything i'm ready to get back into movies i'm ready to go on my own tour i'm ready ready to just put out my own project and just and just go for everything
1: making big moves and we see yeah. you right, right we're excited for the future for real but right now y'all here it is, Move to the Beat. This is Rai Rai on The Chop Session. I am the indefinable Sterling Golden. This is Boston Free Radio. More on next week's show in a moment here on The Chop Session. Move to the beat.
2: Move to the beat. Move to the beat. Let's ride out, throw it out, and bang. Move to the beat. Move to the beat. Move to the beat. Let's ride out, throw it out, and bang. The slang bang. Fuck it up, yeah I put that on game. Heard you step in the name, so go, girl, let me see you do your thing. Do the two-step swing, go, girl, put them bitches to shame. Heard they calling my name, been the baddest since I stepped in the game. I be like, move to the beat, move, move to the beat, move to the beat. Let's ride out, though without in vain. Move to the beat, move, move to the beat, move to the beat. Go, girl, let me see you do your thing. Shit, I'ma do what I gotta do Why you worrying about me, what I gotta prove Ain't nobody fucking with me when I'm in the groove I just tell them fall back when I'm in the mood And I, I stay on go Rock to the beat, but they don't know And I, I stay on go Rock to the beat, but they don't know I be like, "Mm, where you swag it. Where you swag it. Where you swag it, it's time to beat your feet. Time to get loud right now and let speak. You better show off. Jump in the circle and go off. You better We you swag it. Where you swag it? Where you swag it? Where you swag it? Where you swag it? Where you swagging? You better show off. Jump in the circle and go off. You better Tip the beat. Big
1: love to Rai Rai for what has been a dope and truly compelling conversation this week here on The Chop Session. Rai Rai, we appreciate you and thank you for really being open and candid with us this week about a lot of cool shit that we have never heard before about your story. And hey, what can I say? We look forward to the future with you. And uh, the story of Rai Rai is onward and upward as it keeps going on and on
2: yes and i'm glad to be here like thank you for taking the time to speak with me and i'm
1: just honored And by the way, y'all, as mentioned earlier on, next week here on The Chop Session, it's 60 minutes with an icon of Boston hip-hop. My guy Rex is pulling up next Monday at 6 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time on Boston Free Radio for our next episode of The Chop Session. And by the way, as mentioned earlier also, in case you sleep on an episode of our show or tune in late for a premiere on Boston Free Radio, say less, we got you. Stream each and every episode of The Chop Session on on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other fine DSPs. You can follow The Chop Session on social media as well, on Instagram at Chop Session Show, and on Twitter at The Chop Session, and your man, the indefinable Sterling Golden, on Instagram at DJ Sterling Golden, and on Twitter at DJ Sterling Golden with one G, could not fit two in the handle, too many characters. This is The Chop Session. I am the indefinable Sterling Golden, and I say stop. Be slow, like a
0: flick. Grind to the beat, slow, wind like a flick.
2: con las I gotta know, I gotta know, I wanna know Now I'ma just sit back and